I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we are the, the Squad Ghouls. Just that was good. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> sorry. I got real excited. It was like real on point, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're just a couple of creepy gals who love creepy things. We do. Yeah. And, and as we mentioned to you on Wednesday, we know that the holidays are hard enough as it is between buying gifts for people, dealing with your crazy families that cause you all sorts of grief and heartache that you'll never measure up to their expectations. <laughs> not that we're speaking from experience. No, not at all. <laughs> Much time, though. I'm just sitting here drinking my tea. Mm-hmm. But we're thinking about all of you right now, especially because 2020 is such a difficult year, and we hope that you're all doing well. We hope you make it through this holiday season because we know that it's not always the most joyous and happy time uh, that it is portrayed to be so yeah yes well and on that note i have a joke for you okay go for it all right how do skeletons make babies (laughs) i don't know they bone of course they do i mean duh yes they do sorry it was was no 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 that one was stupid but funny awesome (laughs) um well this one's not uh not pg-13 this one's very pg well maybe it's not because it's kind of cannibalistic so maybe that's not i don't know anyway i'm just gonna tell you the fucking joke (laughs) i love it sorry do zombies eat popcorn with their fingers i hope so no they like to eat the fingers separately (laughs) i mean if i was a zombie i probably would finish my large popcorn and then finish the fingers you know that makes the I most mean, sense so i like that they have priorities it's fine well yeah <laughs> well shall we get into our booze news yeah man <gasps> booze news booze news okay so i know you're going to look online for show this him later. i'm actually doing it right now. <laughs> so countless stephen king characters have been turned into the pop vinyl toys by funko over the years and late last year king himself was finally immortalized with his own funko toys yay so this year um fye is getting their own variant that replaces an axe with pennywise's infamous red balloon yay and i'm looking it up right now Oh. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Keep talking. <laughs> and it um, and immortalizes the iconic author in black and white. Just like the pages of his books. Aww. While the color version is available for $15. <gasps> How cute! I'm sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah, pre-orders for the black and white version are currently limited at FYE. Of course they are. So you better get on that pre-order <laughs> or you can just have the regular version, oh my God, which is still not so bad. Cute. I'm sure it's still I cute. Look. Sorry. But I mean, black and white mm-hmm. though with a red balloon, that's pretty cool. I don't know. This one's pretty cute. But yes, but and $15 isn't bad. Okay. But also, um, Uh-oh. this is like Stephen King at age 38. <laughs> His hair is not this color anymore. <laughs> yeah. He all gray, all salt and pepper, all George Clooney like. They gave him they gave him a new age. It's fine. Which is fine. It's, it's like fine. the very young Stephen King. I'm good with this. It's <laughs> it's very cute. Okay. Add to cart. <laughs> Check out. Love it. I love it every time I mention something you go shopping. <laughs> it's not hard. It's so great. <laughs> But, you know, I, I talk about this stuff so that you can look it up. I mean, I appreciate it. Oh, look, my address autofills because clearly I've ordered from FYE before. Standard continue billing. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, did you keep your CBS All Access Pass? Uh, I haven't bought it yet. Well, you might want to now because CBS All Access released the entire first five seasons of Nickelodeon's Are You Afraid of the Dark series. Like, okay, so the OG series? Yes. Or are we talking... Okay, because I was going to say they redid it last year and the year before, and it was not that good. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to get into that. So... So join the Midnight Society and revisit the classic episodes like The Tale of the Ghastly Grinner 
and mm. the tale of the night shift i like that one mm-hmm. anyway so <laughs> the um the new are you afraid of the dark miniseries was released just last year and they are filming a second season for 2021 okay um, I, I didn't see this new version so it you know it um instead of being the little vignettes it was one main story arc Mm. that developed which i wasn't super crazy about uh, yeah i don't know how i feel about that have you rewatched any of those because they were on amazon prime for a minute several years ago no okay i wa- i rewatched them as an adult mm-hmm. some of them are some of them are real hokey yeah some of i mean them, a, a lot of them were but some of them were kind of scary yeah some of them were like this is dark my mom let me well my mom didn't let me well watch it. it's I just like it some around. of the the goosebumps ones yeah i mean oh, come hey, on isn't, isn't, oh, sorry sorry no no no, sorry, no, 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 no. Do, do your thing do your thing <laughs> well i was gonna say like you remember the story of the the dummy that was scary <laughs> well dummies are scary in general. yeah well that's i think that's the the whole thing about it but anyway oh, yeah no, but what were so you gonna good. say isn't the fear street series coming out soon yep oh my god i can't wait i can't wait for that either i'm so excited so many scary things indeed we want all the scary things please mm, we show do <laughs> um so this one i actually really 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 want to see um so james wan we know produces tons and tons and tons of horror movies um he's not often the actual director he is often the writer producer etc uh, but he's not often the actual director but he is actually releasing a new movie called malignant Oh, um, so it was supp- I like the title. I know. So it was supposed to uh, debut earlier this year, but then obviously Rona. Uh, so it's actually going to hit HBO Max sometime next year. It's getting some some action over uh-huh, there. Uh-huh, I'm excited. Uh, so Malignant actually stars Annabelle Wallace, who played Annabelle and Annabelle. Uh, or no, she didn't play Annabelle. She was um, one oh, of the young girls. Yeah. Um, so it stars Annabelle Wallace, McKenna Grace from Annabelle Comes Home, George Young from Containment, Jake Abel from Supernatural, um, and then a, a few other larger names, and also Ingrid Bisou from The Nun. Oh, your favorite movie. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so plot details are super under wraps, but James Wan has said that he is excited to get back to his indie roots. And this movie we know is a hard rated R oh mm-hmm. um so it's an and again we don't know what it's about but it's an original idea and it's not a reboot or a remake based on existing intellectual property um but it's got old school practical effects and no giant blue screens which i really appreciate Ooh. i know so i'm i'm kind of excited for I, this i'm real excited um i'm hoping that it's gonna be good so we'll well, we're gonna have to watch together that way i can see you jump all you can over watch the place me kick at the fucking screen like yep. a weirdo so much fun oh my god i lose my mind (laughs) um and then also another news the chilling adventures of sabrina part four hits netflix on december 31st for what promises to be one hell of a final chapter and the trailer was just released yeah it looks really good i know so be sure to go check it out also i'm sad that it's ending (laughs) i know me too i'm hoping that somebody else will pick it up although i saw i thought i saw a petition a a petition i'm sorry a petition (laughs) to uh try to get it to a different network i'm just trying to think like who though i don't i thought i saw a couple of them in the mix because i feel like netflix gives people a little bit more liberty but i also feel like netflix is i feel like netflix just kind of does the one and dones they don't um yeah with the exception of like orange is new black right um I haven't seen... Oh, Grace and Frankie has lasted several seasons. Yep. But, like, AJ and the Queen was canceled after one. I mean, they've had a lot of, of series that were canceled after just one season. Yeah. You know what? Maybe they're just doing too much. Probably. They busy. Well, HBO Max. Look it up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, over the course of part four's eight episodes, the Eldritch Terrors will descend upon Greendale, and oh. the, the coven must fight each terrifying threat one by one um all leading up to the void which is the end of all things oh Mm -hmm. so as the witches wage war with the help of the fright club nick slowly begins to earn his way back to sabrina's heart but will will it be too late yes it will probably i'm kidding it always is because he's he's there for me anyway (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, Eve. <sighs> He's just so cute. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Nick Scratch. <laughs> I just like the name. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so we are continuing sharing some lovely uh, Creepmas vendors for all your wonderful shopping for this year, and also still letting you know that you should shop small is very important. Yep. They need it the most. Yep. So I'll keep standing on my little soapbox (laughs) until the holiday season is over. You're all welcome. Um, (laughs) So the first one I want to share uh, is a love pain and stitches. The well um, sought out handmade pumpkin handbags (laughs) that everybody wants. Everybody. They still haven't remade Sarah's bat bag. No, and I keep stocking. I have all my safe searches on eBay trying to find it. But, and also, if you buy one of these bags, please don't put it on eBay for don't like triple dick. the price. Please don't be a dick. I just want to point that out too. Because karma's going to come for you. <laughs> and it but, won't be pretty. Yeah, they... <sighs> but uh, that being said, if you are going to sell a bat bag, please hit me up. Just email yeah. our email because you don't want to know how much money I would pay for that bag. <laughs> but also, don't be a jerk. But also, don't be a dick. <laughs> But she does want that bag. But I really want that bag. <laughs> I'll sell a kidney. Right. As as a lot of people on eBay Cash will. Out my 401k. I mean, I've seen some of those bags go for a lot. Oh, people are dumb. And I'm like, why? I'm dumb, dumb. Dummy, dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> why? It's not even that much. Mm-hmm. What, they're like the most or what, like 150 Not even. The last handmade bag that I actually was lucky enough to buy was 100 bucks. Okay. Well, there. And it was one of the hand yeah. ones, not like guys. A hundred to one hundred and fifty ish. But also, like, don't put it on eBay for like three thousand dollars. No, you're just as bad as the people that were gouging toilet paper. <laughs> there, God. I said it. Oh man! But um, I have been uh, kind of checking them out lately, and they've been kind of branching out and making other like little accessories and things. So they not just have the you know, the handbags that they're making. They they also have been doing stickers, keychains, and pins. And also, like, they've been selling out the door like crazy, of course. But check them out because they keep trying to restock some of this holiday stuff. So make sure you take a look and make sure you watch out on their Instagram because they always post, like, mm, I won't say like a week in advance, but few days Uh, yeah i'd say like a few days in advance when certain things are going to be released so that you can you know set that timer on your (laughs) set that in your calendar so that you can remember to hit hit them up on their website and order all the wonderful stuff you want yeah man so yeah check them out (laughs) uh another one that i've been you know kind of eyeing is the wicked ghost company Mm. really really cute a little online shop that started in 2010 they make really great spooky accessories um and currently on the website they have a little section called the hexmas shop cute so cute there's spooky stockings i've actually shared uh, a couple of these on our stories like the one with the the black fur and then it has the the coffin and the the noose mm-hmm. on there it was really cute and then mm-hmm. there's the i think it's a nightmare before christmas it's purple with the purple bell oh nice yeah really cute stuff but anyway and they also have tons of krampus ornaments and magnets and of course plenty of nightmare before christmas themed decorations so there's there's much much more for the dark christmas hearts like mine I love it. <laughs> I try to make uh, the holidays happy for myself, but I, it always up. it always puts me in a dark place. So I've given up. Yeah. <laughs> um. So one. Well, the two that I picked first up is Rotten Glam. Ooh. Um, who sells all kinds of fun, spooky jewelry year round, but um, they also have wallets and a ton of other goodies and. They have some of the most amazing ornaments. Ooh. They just released some Scream-themed ones. <gasps> what? They are so freaking cute. Uh, I ordered them for my tree. Oh, my God. Because I'm always in the market for spooky ornaments for the goth tree. And Need. they are so freaking cute. So, Rotten Glam, they have, I, I think that they have a website. Um, if not, they have an Etsy. But follow them on Instagram and check it out. 
Um, and then the other one that I picked is Life After Death Designs, who I have actually um, purchased a few things from before. They are most notable for their little coffin-shaped shelves and makeup brush holders. Oh, I love those. Yep. And they also have um, bat-shaped ones, little little shelves and holders and such. And you haven't ordered the bat-designed ones? Who said I didn't? Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> shut my mouth. <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, I was like, that didn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> of course I ordered the bat shelf. Because um, I love bats. They're so cute. Yes. They're great pollinators. We need bats. Um, but they also have some super fun uh, custom tree skirts for your spooky Christmas tree. Um, they've got some great ornaments also for your spooky Christmas tree, but they also have tons of cute pillow covers and a bunch of other spooky goodies. So nice. Make the holiday season goth. Yes, because that's the only way it's happy for me. I mean, uh, <laughs> ain't that the truth? <laughs> goth, Christmas, and booze. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they should just call it now. <laughs> you think if I just keep my body at like 80 proof at all times that the Rona won't come a knocking? <laughs> I mean, it could work. I mean, some people were drinking, what, like Lysol? Oh, God. <laughs> or or is that what some... Uh... Inject your body with bleach. That's what's going to save yeah. you. Jesus. Yes. There's somebody that is supposed to be of importance told us to do that. Oh, God. Not going to name any names. <laughs> What do we got? Like 43 days left and then we're good. Oh, it's not fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Come on. 2021. There's so many things that I'm (laughs) just waiting for. (laughs) That is one of them. I know the big one. (laughs) (laughs) But next year, I'm just praying. Don't say it's going to be our year. That's what we all said this year. No, no, no. I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say 2021 just has to be better yes yes it does i'm just gonna say that i agree because it always starts off good and then it goes to shit (laughs) yes yes it does so i'll just say at least it needs to be better than this year agreed so i'll just leave it at that i am fine with this (laughs) uh so today we are going to talk about one of the favorite holiday movies to watch and if you don't watch this during the holidays and what are you doing and no it's not die hard no <laughs> i love how everybody says that oh yeah i'm watching die hard die no hard, it's a christmas movie no i mean kind of but no die hard's like not one of my favorites although it did have alan rickman in it yeah i mean i do like it i'm i'm just c- not a Bruce sidebar when i was younger i thought bruce Willis was hot Bruce Willis has looked old since forever. <laughs> I know. I don't know. My, my hormones were all over the place. What can I say? I anyway. Mean, Gene Wilder was my first crush, so I totally can't judge. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you. We're on the same boat then. <laughs> the weird uh, crush boat. Yes. Going through our um, puberty. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, no, we are talking about gremlins. <laughs> fucking music is terrible. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for you to do the music. Yes. Our favorite holiday movie. Gremlins. One, one of them anyway. Yeah, one of them. The, Gr- the Grinch, the, the uh, Thurl Ravenscroft singing and Boris Karloff narrating animated Grinch is probably my favorite. Yep. That's also like how I feel most of the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> But also, Gremlins is a good one, too, because I feel like if, you know... If Did your anyth- dad get stuck in the chimney playing Santa, too? <laughs> but, so, uh, Gremlins came out in 1984, and it was written by Chris Columbus and directed by Joe Dante. And so, just a little short synopsis. So, the story follows a young man who receives a strange creature called a mogwai. 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 (laughs) As a pet, which then spawns other creatures who transform into small, destructive, evil monsters. Yay. (laughs) Um, Also known as a Furby. Yes. (laughs) 
I feel sorry for the kids that missed out on the Furby gremlin. (laughs) They were so evil and they like, we're going to take over the world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My mom bought one of those and I'm like, get that out of here. (laughs) Throw that in the trash. Goodbye. Uh, anyway, so um, Steven Spielberg was the film's executive producer, and also the film was produced by Michael Finnell and then released by Warner Brothers. Yay! I don't know if you noticed in the movie, like, pretty much all of it was filmed at Universal Backlot. Did you notice that? Yes, I heard. And actually, it was one of the fun facts I was going to mention. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. You're good. You're <laughs> jumped good. ahead. <laughs> but anyway, I just was like, "Hey, that looks familiar." Mm-hmm. While I was watching it again, <laughs> but uh, Gremlins was followed by the sequel, Gremlins Two: The New Batch, in 1990. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, it was cute. It was cute. It's fine. It was cute. I didn't like it. I didn't dislike it. It's fine. Well, anyway, so despite being a critical and commercial success, the film was heavily criticized for some of its more violent sequences. I didn't see it. I thought it was fine. (laughs) Maybe other people were offended. Uh, In response to this and to similar complaints about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, again, I don't see the problem. Well... There was that whole piece in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom when he rips the guy's heart out of his chest. Oh, And it's still beating. Fine. That's a little PG-13. And I'm sitting here like, it's fine. It's fine. This is why we don't have children. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But anyway, so after that, um, Spielberg suggested to the Motion Picture Association of America, MPAA, uh, alter its rating system which it did within two months of the film's release creating a new pg-13 rating uh-huh. yay <laughs> so uh so the cast we have zach galligan as billy peltzer and then phoebe cage you're so pretty oh she was so young that too she's such a baby this was like pre-fast times at ridgemont high also i did not know that she was married to kevin klein oh my god you didn't know that they've been married for a million years i know but i had no idea they've had a hundred babies and they've been married for a million years yeah that's cute i mean kevin klein was a good looking guy when he was younger yeah and she's a beautiful woman but i, I swear i just didn't he's just I didn't pay attention like, to that he's just a bit older that's okay but they're still cute together. It's fine. <laughs> they're still married. They're still very happy. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. But I was like, good good for him because she's, she's pretty. She's gorgeous. Anyway. <laughs> so we have Phoebe Cates as Kate Berenger, Hoyt Axon as Randall Peltzer, uh, Polly Holiday, I just love that name, mm-hmm. <laughs> as Ruby Daigle, Francis Lee McCain as Lynn Peltzer, uh, Judge Reinhold as Gerald Hopkins, Dick Miller as Murray Futterman, Glenn Turman as Roy Hansen, uh, Key Luke as Mr. Wing, and then we have Scott Bradley as Fro- uh, Frank Riley, Corey Feldman, the Corey, the, well, the only one that's left now. He's so weird. <laughs> He like in real life today. Even... He went like Charlie Sheen weird. <laughs> I think he went worse. Maybe. Or I mean, well, maybe they're about the same. They're real freaking weird. Yeah, but I forgot he was in it. <laughs> He's very forgettable. <laughs> I mean, not for that. Well, his, well, was his time? No, his. Yeah, whatever. He's fine. Anyway, <laughs> so Corey Feldman as Pete Fontaine. Um, who started the whole mess of the movie, mm-hmm. honestly. It's his fault. It, yeah, it's really his fault. Uh, Jonathan Banks as uh, Brent Fry, Edward Andrews as Roland Corbin, Jackie Joseph as Sheila Futterman. I love the two of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then we have uh, Kenny Davis as Dory and Mushroom as Barney. Because you got to point out the dog. Oh, you know. <laughs> um so some voices that you may have not known so howie mandel is the voice of gizmo yay i feel like i knew that i knew that but but other people may not have but i'm glad that i got you know confirmation (laughs) and then there's uh frank welker who did the voice of stripe and then don Steele as rock and ricky rialto and then marvin miller as robbie the robot 
And then there were some other vocal effects um, uh, actually provided by uh, the famous Michael Winslow. So that was really cool. I did not know that. And then uh, some cameos in there. I did not notice that the TV news reporter was Tom Bergeron. No, I didn't either. Didn't know that, but he's there. (laughs) And then Steven Spielberg actually makes a cameo as the man riding the recumbent bicycle. And now I'm going to have to go back and look at that because I didn't pay attention to that part. And then uh, Chuck Jones is, uh, he plays uh, Mr. Jones, uh, Billy's drawing mentor. So yeah, Hmm. some few surprises in there. So let's get into the plot for some other people who haven't seen it, but I feel like everybody's seen this movie. (laughs) I hope. Except like the younger kids today, probably not the best thing for them to watch right now since it's PG-13. <laughs> anyway, so Rando Peltzer, a struggling inventor, his inventions were terrible. I just want to point out. <laughs> uh, he visits a uh, Chinatown antique store in hope of finding a Christmas present for his son, Billy. So in the store, Randall encounters a small furry creature called a mugwai, which in Cantonese means devil, by the way. Should have been a sign. <laughs> Just in case, <laughs> in case he didn't know Cantonese, <laughs> but the owner, uh, Mr. Wing, refuses to sell the creature to Randall. However, his grandson secretly sells uh, sells him to Randall, warning him to remember three important rules that must never be broken. Obviously, they're not going to listen, but the rules are do not expose the mugwai to light, especially sunlight, which will kill it. Do not let it come in contact with water. And above all, never feed it after midnight. So here was my issue with the thing. It says, you know, don't don't get him wet. But the dad also says, you know, don't even give it water to drink. I'm like, uh, hey, spoiler alert, all living creatures <laughs> need water. <laughs> but yeah, I'm noticing that, like, what, what are you going to give them? Because technically, like... Diet Coke. But, like, technically everything has water-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. This was uh, already going to fail. Right. <laughs> so uh, Randall returns home to Kingston Falls, where he gives them uh, the Mogwai to Billy as a pet. Billy works at the local bank, where he fears his dog Barney will be captured and killed by <laughs> the elderly evil lady Mrs. Daigle. That was some Wicked Witch of the West bullshit, right there. Yeah, like she just came in there, just all mean. I know. I'm like, what did this damn dog do to you? Like nothing. <laughs> so i'm just like oh god Mm -hmm. (laughs) so randall names uh his little pet gizmo Mm -hmm. so cute (laughs) and billy makes sure to treat him well uh but when billy's friend pete accidentally spills water on him thank you Corey feldman this is why we can't have (laughs) he pours water over gizmo five more mogwais (laughs) spawn from his back Uh, that part's really gross. <laughs> anyway, uh, and more troublemaking sort led by their aggressive ringleader Stripe, and you can you know that this is him because he has the distinguished uh, patch, yeah, a little mohawk, white fur mohawk. <laughs> but anyway, so Billy shows one of the Mogwai to his former science teacher, Mister Hansen, <sighs> spawning another Mogwai on. <laughs> on whom hansen experiments was not sad that he died i'm sorry like, yeah no bad shame bad idea but no but he was so mean to that poor little mugway. i know i'm like you know what you're i, I don't care that you're gone now <laughs> i guess that's what they meant by why it was so violent <laughs> well yeah and then also like, but i didn't see your problem like launching the well and then the part where they you know put the the gremlin in the blender and turn it on or, or the gremlin was in the the blender and then the mom turned it on and then it got all the black gremlin oh, blood everywhere all over the yeah. kitchen that was gross yeah that but, was a little nasty yeah that's all right but she survived so that's good <laughs> yeah anyway. so back at home stripe and the gang start uh they start tricking billy into feeding them after midnight by um severing the power cord uh to his bedside clock good well, job and then he pulls up the he, like he's such an idiot like he pulls up the the cable he's like what's going on here mom like what happened the fuck you think is going on 
Oh, man. Such a dingus. So funny. Oh, my God. Like, the dumb of this kid in this movie just makes me so mad. Oh, man. And then the science teacher is sitting there feeding his science experiment. So, (laughs) so they start to form cocoons. And shortly after, the the cocoons hatch and they emerge as mischievous reptilian monsters referred to as gremlins, who then torture Gizmo and try to murder Billy's mother while Hanson is killed by his gremlin. Well, deserved. That's what happens. Should have been nice. When you don't follow rules. Um, <laughs> all the all the gremlins are killed except Stripe, who escapes the house to a local YMCA and jumps into a swimming pool, spawning a new army of gremlins. It, oh, God. I can't talk. <laughs> Sorry. A new army of gremlins <laughs> who uh, wreak chaos around uh, Kingston Falls. Billy tries to warn the police, but they don't believe him. Of course not. Um, many people are injured or outright killed by the, the gremlins rampage, including Mrs. Daigle. Well, I thought that part was funny. <laughs> she got launched out yeah, there. Yeah, she, she gets, uh, she sits in her chairlift and they cut the, the wires to make it all go way hard. Uh, haywire and then she starts circling around and as you mentioned earlier the longest staircase ever real long staircase (laughs) to a two-story house um (laughs) and then she gets launched out of her window and then she dies so i don't know i don't know why i laughed at that part but i seriously the world's longest staircase ever (laughs) um and then at the local bar the the gremlins uh have fun until barmaid kate Billy's girlfriend uh, flashes them with the camera and escapes into the bank with Billy and Gizmo. So while hiding, Kate reveals her father died in a chimney while dressed as Santa Claus, which made her hate Christmas since. Yeah, which that is, will do it. I'm sorry. But I just don't. The dumbest plot. <laughs> like, but, but, but when she, when I was rewatching this with Lindsay, uh, and, and she said she doesn't like her, she doesn't celebrate Christmas, he's. Billy looks at her and goes, Where are you, Hindu or something? (laughs) (laughs) So random. Yeah. I'm just like, oh boy. (laughs) But also Kate. I mean, but my my dad didn't die in a chimney, but still. Christmas is I just hate Christmas because everybody's grumpy. Yeah. (laughs) Christmas is not my favorite either. No. But anyway, so Billy and Kate discover the town has fallen silent and the gremlins are watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs in the local theater. Because that's what you do when you're a gremlin. Um, They set off an explosion, killing all the gremlins except Stripe, because he's so smart, who left the theater to get more candy at at a Montgomery Ward. Wow, I haven't heard that name in forever. Um, which was across the street, so he um, got lucky. <laughs> so then, as morning approaches, Billy chases Stripe into the store where Stripe attempts to use a water fountain to spawn more gremlins. So Giz- uh, Gizmo arrives in a toy car, so cute, mm-hmm. <laughs> and opens a skylight, exposing Stripe to sunlight and melting him to death. That part was pretty gross too <laughs> yeah um uh, but in the aftermath of the rampage mr ring arrives to collect gizmo he scolds the peltzers for the carelessness and states that western society is not ready for the responsibility of caring for mogwai but comments that billy might someday be ready to care for gizmo properly probably not no because um, <laughs> billy's an idiot <laughs> but gizmo also believes that and Kind of having become attached to Billy, he says, bye, Billy, just before Mr. Wing departs with him. And that's the end. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, it, don't get me wrong. It's it's a funny movie, um, but just the dumb of Billy kills me. Yeah. Well, I mean, just of everybody. <laughs> oh. And the science teacher, like, no, nobody's listening. So some interesting controversy around the film. Uh, Since it's released, it's been criticized as being culturally insensitive. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I can I can see that. Um, Jonathan Rosenbaum argued that the film presents gremlins as African-Americans. Yep. Um, And in Ceramic Uncles and Celluloid Mammies, 
Patricia Turner writes that the gremlins reflect negative African-American stereotypes in their dress and behavior. They are shown devouring fried chicken with their hands, listening to black music, breakdancing, and wearing sunglasses after dark, and newsboy caps, a style common among African-American males in the 1980s. Um, you know, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I don't either. I really don't. After, like, looking that up, I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? But you're yep. right. Uh-huh. 100%. Yep. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Um, and the term gremlin is a folkloric mischievous creature that causes malfunctions in aircraft or other machinery. So often they are described at, or depicted as animals with spiky backs, large strange eyes, and small clawed frames that feature sharp teeth. Yep. Pretty accurate. Oh, yeah. Um, and since World War II, different fantastical creatures have been referred to as gremlins, bearing varying degrees of, of resemblance to the originals. And the term gremlin denoting a mischievous creature that sabotages aircraft originates from the RAF or Royal Air Force slang in the 1920s among the British pilots stationed in Malta, the Middle East, and India, mm. with the earliest recorded printed use being in a poem published in the journal Airplane in Malta on April 10th, 1929. Huh. Yeah. And some other sources have claimed that the concept goes back to World War One. Hmm. Interesting that they would come up with the term uh, gremlin and they're being stationed in Malta, the Middle East, and India. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. So, yeah. Going back to the, the stereotyping. <laughs> yeah, but also, I feel like, isn't a gremlin a vehicle of some sort? Oh, yes. But I mean, like, but also, like, I know it's like, again... Like, you know, in the meaning, it sabotages things. So that's what I was just thinking. That's Maybe sad. there's some weird connotation there. But anyway. But also, why would you name a car? And it's a fucking ugly car. <laughs> it really is. I mean, look. Who <laughs> would drive that? Why would you name a car a gremlin? That's a term that means sabotage. Ugh, it's like oh my god it's like there's your sign of why you should not buy this car oh jeebus <laughs> oh boy um well a couple of fun facts this film was actually released on the same day as ghostbusters in oh. 1984 Ooh, they had some competition right <laughs> um and at least one of phoebe kate's screams in the scene at dory's tavern is genuine uh apparently an enormous cockroach crawled out in front of her during one gross of the takes. i would have screamed really uh, loud you would have to they would have got some bloody murder Nasties. screaming going on. Nasties. Um, Zach Galligan recounted in an interview that when the movie was made, there was no CGI. So all of the gremlins were actually animatronics. Um, and they all cost between $30 and, wait for it, $40,000. So <laughs> expensive fucking gremlin. Um, Why? Yeah, and then when, when everybody left the studio lot for the day, security would actually have everyone open the trunks of their cars to make sure that none of them were stolen. <laughs> wow. Isn't that sad? That's real sad. Uh-huh. But also believable, because look what happened when they opened up Star Wars Land. People started trying to steal stuff off the ride. Oh my gosh, that was so terrible! <laughs> because they wanted a souvenir. It's like, go to the damn store and buy a souvenir. Right? So freaking terrible. Don't ruin the the ride that they worked so hard on. No, definitely not. Ugh. I mean, even though it kept breaking down, but anyway. No. <laughs> um, and an earlier attempt to have monkeys play gremlins was abandoned because the test monkey panicked when it was supposed to wear a gremlin head. But also, why? I mean, you know, because monkeys make great actors. Mm. I don't know. I just mm -mm. nope, not, no, no, nope, no. nope. So yeah, that's uh, too many. No, yeah, yeah. That's a <laughs> that's a ridiculously bad idea. Yeah. Um. So little to no dialogue existed for the gremlins, and you know the gremlins or the mugwai, you know pre gremlin form. <laughs> um. So in addition to several instances of onset rewrites and changing or adding much of the script, the voiceovers were mostly ad libbed. 
Oh. Yeah, they just repeated snippets of just performed dialogue or in reaction to the other sound effects or environment. So, to this end, Howie Mandel actually recorded Gizmo's lines phonetically for foreign dubs of the movie where the localized dialogue and jokes help make it successful. Huh. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so, Mrs. Deagle, the richest lady in town, had named her cats after different kinds of currency, including Kopeck, Ruble, Peso, Drachma, and Dollar Bill. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. man. Uh, and this one is actually kind of cute. So the gizmo puppet was so well done that when Billy first opens the box, the dog thought that it was a real creature and was really startled. So the dog growling at it was actually a genuine that reaction. Was, that was a real thing. Yeah, it was super cute. <laughs> I'm glad they kept that. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, the within the story, Gizmo was capable of singing and humming. So Jerry Goldsmith wrote Gizmo's song, but Howie Mandel never sang it. Um, instead, a female member of Goldsmith's congregation was hired to sing Gizmo's song, although she had never worked in movies before. Oh, I thought that was him, too. I did, too. Well. I know. I would have never guessed that. No. Um, That's cool. So, can we talk about the score? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Because it's so bad. Yeah. Um, ding, 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 ding. You know you're going to sleep with that in your head, right? Dude. You're, you're welcome. Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so it was actually composed by Jerry Goldsmith, who, much to my dismay, won a Saturn Award for Best Music for his efforts. What? Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> for, what, for what music? <laughs> for, the, for the score for the movie? but that that never mind uh, continue i know is just... <laughs> wow anyway um so financially the movie was a, a success it was produced on an 11 million dollar budget um which was more expensive than steven spielberg had originally intended but still relatively cheap for 1984 um so the trailer that was released uh, actually briefly explained the mysterious creature and the three rules um, and then came out with the fact that they turn into crazy monsters. But there was actually little to no mention of the Mugwai or the Gremlins in the trailer, which I thought was interesting. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Leave them, leave them with suspense. Yeah. So, by uh, February of 1985, the film had grossed $59.6 million internationally. Wow. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Especially competing with uh, Ghostbusters. I know. Crazy. (laughs) Um, And despite all of the criticism of the film, it actually has received a lot of critical praise over the years, and it currently holds an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's nice. I don't know that I'd give it that good. Yeah. But uh, that's just me. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. It's not... It, I, I, I like it. Yeah. Um, I just... 84 is... 84 is a lot. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a little high. But, well... I could see, like, between 60 and 70. Maybe see, I would 75. say... I, yeah, I was going to say... I would say 75. I'm feeling nice, I would say 75. But like, <gasps> I said if. Oh. If I'm feeling nice. <laughs> I thought you said I'm feeling nice, so I no, would say 75. No, no, no. Oh, I was like, <gasps> what? I feel like one of the stepsisters in Cinderella. <laughs> if. <laughs> oh, God. If. No, I, I think I'd give it a 75. I mean, I don't know. It's just always one of those that I always like to watch. And then I kind of like watching the second one, but only because of the girl gremlin. Because it's hilarious. And the smart one. She got but, the green wig. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, stay stay tuned for, for next, gremlins too. No, for, for Halloween next year with me. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think it'll be cool. We'll, we'll see. Out of, um, out of five screams, what do you give it? I'd say a three. It's same. Yeah. Yeah, I give it a good, three. Good solid three. It's a solid three. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I think it's just something like when it's on, I always like to watch it. Yeah, depends on like 
It's one of those where if something better is on, I won't watch it. Mm -hmm. But if there's really nothing else on and I don't feel like going and being productive, sure, I'll put it on. Well, that's how I feel about the second one, too. Yeah. Like, I just like watching it. Yeah. Hey, you should like the second one. There's a bat gremlin. I do love bats. I'm just saying. Batsies are my And then he turns into a gargoyle. Oh, even better. <laughs> well, that's because he's cemented. But anyway. But that's also why I love um, French Bulldogs and Boston Terriers, because they remind me of little gargoyles. Yay. Yeah. Because they're so cute. They are. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Have a watch. Yeah. It's, it's def- a fun holiday movie. Definitely worth a watch for the holiday. Yeah. And maybe hope- not with your kids. Unless yeah, they're older. It depends on the age of the kid. Yeah. Like, don't make your five-year-old watch it. No. It's not a good idea. No. <laughs> Unless they're into that sort of thing. Yeah. Because I was a weird child, so I was into that sort of thing. I mean, same. <laughs> so. <laughs> my, my mom was so ridiculously strict. Oh, my God. There was so much that we were not allowed to watch. So I had to, you know, go over to a friend's house who had irresponsible parents and absentee Mm -hmm. parents. And inevitably, they had at least five. That's that's how I saw Rocky Horror Picture when I was really young. That's how I saw The Exorcist when I was really young. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you got to hear all the bad language? Oh, yeah. I'm like, whose parents are completely absentee and irresponsible? (laughs) And it was my friend Rebecca. So we went over to her house. I don't know where she is. We don't talk anymore. We lost touch. But I watched it at her house. <laughs> so, dear Rebecca, if you're out there, your parents were so absentee, but you already know this. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, this is why I don't have children. Yes. We'll talk about some more uh, family fun movies later. Yeah. But it's definitely worth a watch. I hope yes. that everybody has seen it. But if you haven't, get on it. Yeah. You should watch it. Yeah. Um, you can... You can watch it on demand if you have um, satellite of any kind. I yes. could. I think that's what I did. I watched it on AMC on demand. Yeah, that's um, how I watched it. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can also. Um, it's available for rent on Prime Video. Not that Jeff Bezos needs more money, but if you have, you know, Prime. I mean, it's, it's only three ninety nine. Yeah, it's on Prime Video. It's not that bad. You can download. You can also um, rent it. I think it's on Voodoo. Yes. Um, or yeah. rent it on YouTube. Oh yeah. I always forget that you can watch movies on YouTube. I do too. It's a new thing, I guess. Or maybe I'm just old and I don't think about that stuff. But you know what I noticed is Mm. that that is like, what in the world have we come to? Because whenever we, because we do this once a week. Mm -hmm. So we watch a new movie once a week. And, you know, most of the time it's stuff that we've already seen. Right. Sometimes not. Mm -hmm. But I have to go through so many streaming services. Like, (laughs) is it on HBO Max? Nope. Is it on Netflix? Nope. Is it on Prime? Nope. Is it on Vudu? Yeah, I can rent it, but can I watch it for free? Is it on YouTube? (laughs) I I check Hulu sometimes, too, since I still have it. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, they got some movies, but it's not the first first place I look. Yeah. (laughs) I usually go to Netflix first. Oh, and also, is it on Shudder? Oh, (laughs) Like, I was like, is Gremlins on, on Shudder? Because that would be the last place I think it would be. Um, I don't think so, but um, Shudder does have a whole bunch of yes. like, real fun Christmas movies right now. Yeah, actually, they do. Because <laughs> I've been kind of, you know, checking it out and and just seeing what creepy holiday movies they have. I just actually um, recently watched um, Jack Frost. Oh, yeah. Not Not the Michael Keaton one. Where he's the Oh no, the not dad. like the happy fun one. Yeah, no, not that one. <laughs> the one where the, the snowman goes around killing everybody. Yeah. That one. I mean it's it's super hokey, but I don't know. But it's worth a watch. It's kind of fun. <laughs> it is super worth a watch. Um they also have a Christmas horror story if you've never watched that. That one's Ooh. really good. Um All the Creatures Were Stirring, Better Watch Out obviously the og black christmas so there's some really good ones there but also if you haven't watched uh the mortuary collection yet that's <gasps> a must oh it's so good i will say i'm a little bit on the late train oh, but so i just good. started it it's so good and oh my god i need more i loved it it was in, in fact i'm probably gonna <laughs> try to go home and watch more <laughs> Did you, you didn't make it through the whole movie uh no Okay. Not yet, because you you know what happens to me. 
you fall asleep yep oh i was like is this a trick question no it's not because you know no it's it's so good it's of you know of the um horror anthology films with you know creep show not the tv show creep show but the movies mm-hmm. of the creep show movies of tales from the crypt this one is really up there like when yeah. you get to the very last segment i'm like what? Mm-hmm. what i keep hearing about that and i'm trying not to read more online about it because i feel like it's gonna you know tell me that um tony stark died um uh, it's totally gonna tell you that tony stark died <laughs> so i love you five thousand (laughs) three thousand i love you three thousand (laughs) oh but yeah no i can't wait to finish it and then we should talk about it on here yeah man because it's so good should add it i mean the the most of what i've seen it's really i really like it episode coming soon yeah all right well that's that's it it. yeah we're done ski um, super done. No, yeah, super done. <laughs> okay. Um, rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to subscribe as well. Um, you can reach out to us if you have topics that you would like us to discuss, or if you would like to share your fun, spooky stories with us. Yes. You can either fill out the contact form on our website at www.thesquadghouls.com, or you can email us at thesquadghouls at gmail.com. You. Uh. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. Uh, we don't have a Snapchat because nobody has Snapchat anymore. I mean, I do, but I don't use it. Nobody uses Not it. Not really. <laughs> I mean, I just like some of the filters because it makes me look pretty without makeup on. <laughs> um, Full transparency. I mean, that's valid. That's valid. Um, we also have merch available. Yes. If, and as Brie pointed out, like four episodes ago, we're a small business. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep pointing it out. Yes. So by talking servers, we have masks, shirts, totes, uh, pet hoodies, stuff, shirts, more tanks. shirts, tanks, and totes, Stop. totes. Yeah. Lots of totes. Totes, my goats. We got totes. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> Buy our stuff. Uh, yeah, and did I miss anything? No, I think we're good. Okay, cool. Creep it real. Yeah, we'll scare you later. Goodbye. Bye.